0: Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year! I can't believe it's 2023. What happened? Where did 2022 go? Anyway, I'm so glad that you guys are here. And it's been a couple weeks because I got really busy at Christmas time and now it's the new year. So I'm very excited that you're all back and ready to do some reading and meet some new authors. And on my end, I also have a Kickstarter going right now for my practical tarot that we talked about last year, but it's actually live now. So everyone go. Um, Hop on to Kickstarter and search Practical Tarot and you'll see it. They just picked it as a project they love. So I'm hoping that it'll go and you guys will have a beautiful new tarot deck this year. So super excited. But back to books, Um, today we have on Caitlin Marie Peterson, who you guys are going to love. She's such a sweetheart, and she has some new romances out there for you, for you to discover. And if you haven't read her yet, I'm going to read her bio here so you can get to know her. Caitlin Marie Peterson graduated from Southern Connecticut State University with a bachelor's degree in journalism and writes freelance pieces for various newspapers. When she's not typing on her laptop, she enjoys movie marathons, singing show tunes in the car, me too, and (laughs) cozying up with a good book. Caitlin resides in Connecticut with her husband and two children. She's a stay-at-home mom with a passion for romance. and You can find out more at her website. I did put a link to her website right there on the Blog Talk site, so if you're listening live or if you're listening later, you can click that link anytime and uh check her out and see what she's working on. I think she has a newsletter there too that you can subscribe to, and so I don't want to delay any more. Are you there, Caitlin? I'm here, Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, thanks for coming on today. I'm so excited to chat with you. How freezing is it up in Connecticut? Yikes. It's definitely cold. We're wearing layers right now. <laughs> <laughs> when does it warm up up there usually? Usually I would say like June, July, we're starting to get, you know, um, it's starting to get a little little warmer, but the weather is actually pretty crazy because sometimes it's actually warm when it should be freezing cold. I think a couple oh. of weeks ago it was almost in the 60s. So it's well, actually for, me, for me, I'm a weather wimp. I'm like sixties, burr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could hack Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> it could definitely be challenging. You never know what you're really supposed to wear or not. <laughs> Well, it's funny because you're in the heart of the deep freeze in January, and your latest book is called Cold Sweat. So do you want to tell everybody about it and why they should go grab a copy now? Sure. Yeah, Cold Sweat was really fun for me to write. It's about um, Isabel Kingston, a writer for a food magazine in Philadelphia. And overall, she's got a pretty good life, you know, a job she loves, a best friend she's known since high school. And a promising new relationship with her coworker, but the one thing she doesn't have is closure from her father's unsolved murder. Lately, she's been having reoccurring nightmares in which her father's coming to her. She wakes up in a cold sweat, and um, hence the title. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> she's
0: convinced that he's trying to tell her something about that night. So she enlists the help of her best friend, um, Detective Olivia Morris, to help try and solve his case. And in addition to the nightmares, she's been assigned by her boss to write a profile on a famous restaurateur who happens to be her ex-boyfriend and former love of her life. So between the nightmares and the profile assignment, her life gets increasingly complicated. And as the story unfolds, you find out that her search for justice may just end up costing her her own life as well as her chance for love. Oh, I love that i'm I'm a sucker for a good you know thriller twist there um so yeah. what, um, are the dreams is she is she psychic is that is that the paranormal angle that's the paranormal angle yeah um she's not psychic, but she is definitely having nightmares where her father's ghost is coming to her, and she was not there when he was killed that night seven years ago, but in the nightmares she's with him when he is murdered and he's dying in her arms and whispering something to her and at first she doesn't know what he's telling her but as the story unfolds it becomes more and more clear like he is trying to let her know what exactly what happened that night okay and she's a journalist right how how much of you is in her do you think Oh, definitely. I definitely try to add my, a lot of myself to that character. So I can, I can almost kind of relate. And the funny thing is the profile that she, assignment that she receives, I actually did write a magazine profile assignment on two brothers. They, they were, um, they had an Italian restaurant that they were opening. So I think I kind of maybe not even realizing it, you know, that was kind of my inspiration and it's, it's kind of cool because in the book, I actually write the profile for this fictional character that she's been assigned to. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when people read it, they'll get to know you a little better too. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Like I, I definitely try, I noticed that her personality, I wrote it kind of similar to mine, you know, kind of mild mannered, but you know, if push comes to shove, she'll stand up for herself. She'll kind of fight back if the situation calls for it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, and this is your second book, right? You have another another romance out. Um, do you want to tell everybody about that one? Sure. Yeah. Um, so the first book that I wrote it's called California Betrayal and it's it's a little bit different than this one. There's no like murder mystery or anything like that. What it is, it's about a young woman, Shay Collins. And she um is returning to California for her brother 's wedding, but she 's reluctant to do so because she has a very dysfunctional relationship with her mother and um, she 's kind of hesitant to see her and when that story unfolds, you know the romance behind it she 's um, reuniting with someone she had a crush on in high school they were best friends pretty much and he's her brother's best man. So she's excited about that. But as the story unfolds, she discovers that her mother is a lot worse than she thought. And she's harboring a secret that has the potential to destroy the family dynamic, to ruin the wedding and destroy her family altogether. So In that book, I also have a lot of twists and turns, you know, um, so you're going to have, like, when people read it, they'll have a lot of jaw-dropping surprises, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's the plan. Yes, yeah, definitely. So that kind of leads into your your writing journey. Our our listeners are always interested in, you know, how you got to actually writing a book and getting it published. So you have a journalism background. But every time I've ever taught writing classes, journalists have usually have one of the hardest times because they're so used to only facts that they forget they can be God when they write a book. Did you struggle with that? What was your journey like? So actually it's just the opposite. Growing up, I always loved creative writing, you know, so yes, I do have a bachelor's degree in journalism, but my first love was always creative writing. You know, I love playing with different words and I, I liked that, you know, seeing how just a few simple sentences could become paragraphs and those paragraphs could turn into pages of a really great story. So, um, after I graduated from college, I did write a bunch of freelance pieces for local newspapers, but I had a really difficult time finding a full-time or even part-time job in that field. So um, in 2014, I began working on my first book, California Betrayal, and it took me a long time. Um, I was pregnant at the time, so I had to kind of write in between that time and then, you know, when my son before he was my my first and my oldest before he was in school you know i had to kind of work around his schedule so it took me six years to actually write the book and then um over a year of reaching out to agents and publishers and that's when i found twb press i signed a contract with them in 2021 and then from there, you know, shortly after California Betrayal was published, I started writing Cold Sweat. Nice. And did you connect with, you know, writers groups or were you all on your own? How did you, you know, find your way to your publisher? Did you go to a conference or how did all that I happen? Did. Yeah, actually. Um, so when I st- first started writing the book, I, my first book, I attended the 2014 Algonquin New York Pitch Conference, and it was actually there. I made a lot of great contacts, and I actually found TWB Press through Duo Troop, um, which I received, I received that link from my instructor at the conference. So I really, I really owe her a lot, you know, a lot of thanks, a lot of gratitude for kind of pointing me in the right direction of where to look. Right, right. I love that in publishing, at least my my background was in sales before I ever got published. And I love that in the publishing industry and within writers, there is a most writers are willing to offer a hand up. You're not competing. you know no one can write fast enough for how fast people read. So you know, everybody's trying to help everybody and i I think that's really cool. Have other authors you know helped you along the way? Um, I would yeah, actually so when California Betrayal was published before it was like officially out, I reached out to my instructor and she was great. She actually read the book, you know, before it came out and she wrote a little something. Um I actually I have the book. Um let's see. Well, she wrote something <laughs> I'd have to kind of dig through to get to my copy of the book, but she wrote something really nice, you know, gave a brief synopsis of what it was and just basically encouraged people to read the book, you know, that it it had a really great love story, but also a lot of interesting drama. (laughs) Nice. Very nice. I love hearing that. So um, why romance for you? Is that what you like to read? How did you find yourself writing romance stories? Oh, yeah, definitely. I always love reading romance, um, watching romance, you know. I love seeing how, um, actually, my weakness is more like reuniting with a past lover or, you know, like mm-hmm. watching two best Second friends chance. like discover, like, okay, there's something more there. Um, right. But what I really love is reading something or watching something that is very unpredictable. So I like giving people something like, wow, I didn't see that coming. You know, um, Mm -hmm. that's my weakness. So I try to give that to people. Um, And I would say I really like a lot of mystery, too. So that's where the inspiration came from with Cold Sweat. Okay. And when... um when you're writing, are you, what, what's your process? Are you a big time plotter, plot it all out, or do you like to just, you know, write by the seat of your pants and see where it's going to go? Funny. So I'm very anal retentive. I like to have everything (laughs) planned out. So I come up with like a basic idea, but I really have the beginning, middle and end all planned out. Once I have like, okay, I, I, I think this would make a good idea. Then I start planning it out, beginning, middle, and end, and I will find myself, even when I'm closing my eyes at night, like actually writing an idea, like, okay, now i got to get this on paper the next morning, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I'll write a checklist. Yeah, yeah, I I can't really turn it off, I'm always... (laughs) i had i i'm more of a pantser i know the beginning and the end but i don't know how i'm going to get there but i have had writer friends who are so detailed in their plots like one had colored um, note cards for you know for plot tension emotional arc you know all these different things and i i I would look at it and go, oh, I'm getting hives. (laughs) How can you write with it so planned out? But are you that detailed? Do you have like post-its on your wall and everything to keep everything in the right order? I wouldn't say I'm that detailed, but I have it like all in my head. So, and I don't know how I'm able to remember exactly where I want to go with it, but I do somehow. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then I kind of like make a checklist as I actually get further in the writing process. So I'll make a checklist of what I want to add, maybe delete or, you know, kind of just reword. And um, so then I go from there because again, I'm very, anal you know, retentive. So I like to, you know, check things off like, okay, I only have this much more to go and then I got to reread. <laughs> right. Right. I love that. So who inspires you? Who do you like to read? Um, we always like to add to our to be read list, but um, <laughs> who do you read? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to go write something amazing now. So right now I'm reading Allison Brennan. Um, so it's oh, not not really romance. It's more right. um, murder mystery. But I love her style. I'm reading the um tell no lies so it's the second in a series the Quinn and Costa series and I absolutely I'm like blown away by her style of writing so right now I would say that's kind of an inspiration especially since I kind of want to go into more the romance mystery genre I think that's where I'm headed um so Mm -hmm. yeah I would say like I just I love how she writes in different perspectives and yeah she's got me hooked (laughs) Love that. Have you read Tammy Hogue before? She's fantastic in that romantic suspense genre, too. I haven't, but I'm adding like a lot of books to my t b r list like um it's just a matter of when I have the time because if I'm not writing, I'm getting prepared to leave to go get my kids from school, <laughs> so right I go right from one school to the next school, then I come home, and you know the chaos ensues, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I remember those days writing late at night after everybody's asleep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what what do you like to um watch everybody likes to binge watch and things and are there certain shows that you like to watch that make you go "Ooh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do something like that next time oh absolutely so i i watch a little bit of everything i right now my husband and i were binge watching criminal minds which is really dark i don't know if i would ever write anything that dark but mm-hmm. <laughs> um that's something we're definitely watching right now but i also watch doctor shows like i watch the resident and there, it, oh. there's a lot of romance in that as well but it's it's a really really good show so um there are a lot of different i haven't even shows heard that of I that one i'll have to find it i used to um, love yeah ER. it's yeah, it's it's almost similar if you if you've seen New Amsterdam, it's kind of got like a little bit of that vibe to it, but it's um it's a really good show and I it's in its sixth season actually. Yeah. And I just I always have to watch it like I can't I can't not watch it. It's I've rewatched certain episodes too because it's just that good. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'll have to also look that up. I used to watch back in the day. I I loved ER and Chicago Hope and I kind of fell out of medical shows after that, but that sounds great. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's more like, it's not even too heavy on the romance either. It's like, yeah, they do have relationship storylines, but it's really focused on like the doctor patient interaction and the cases. And they try to have like unique cases there. So it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Okay. What about um, like rom-com movies and stuff? Are there certain ones that are your go-to to get in the mood for writing some romance? Um, I wouldn't say I have any go to movies. I would say I've I'm I'm a am per, a person of repetition. So if I find a movie that I really like, I'll rewatch it. It doesn't really matter how many times um <laughs> I've seen I know I really like Miss Congeniality actually. So I guess that That's um cute. that kinda of goes into what I'm kind of writing, you know. Got the little bit of everything in there. Yeah, romance, um, some mystery. <laughs> yeah. And legally blonde. That's always that's another one that I I listen to or uh, listen to <laughs> that I watch. I've watched a lot. So and but a, a lot of times I have to be careful of what I watch too. I have to make sure it's appropriate enough for my kids. I don't want them repeating something in school that maybe oh, they should right. be.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, going
0: to school and dropping some words they're not supposed to know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> They actually recently watched Home Alone, and they're obsessed with it now. I have probably rewatched that within the last couple of weeks, maybe three or four times. And now my youngest oh one, my gosh. he's repeating, "You filthy animal!" It was like I have to make sure his <laughs> teachers know that he's quoting the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> oh so- yeah, definitely. <laughs> a lot of stories so I, right there too <laughs> Right? Yeah So I have to ask because you had in your bio That you like to sing show tunes in the car But I I have a musical background And I'm a sucker for all that So what's your favorite Broadway show? What's your favorite musical? So um, so my kids, they, they also love a lot of things I We watched The Greatest Showman And I know that it wasn't mm-hmm. on Broadway But you know My kids got hooked with with that music. They really do, and so that's something that we pretty much listen to every day on the way to school. Like we have Pandora, so we listen to that like radio the station. So they'll filter in different songs that are similar. And I also they are obsessed with Encanto and um, Moana. So I listen to those songs. (laughs) I pretty much have them down pat. (laughs) So I find myself belting out the tune in the car. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, if you're going to, those are all great. <laughs> they all have great, great soundtracks for those. Definitely. And um, yeah, I, I I used to go to Broadway plays a lot. Like growing up, my mom and I, we would go, I know we saw Hairspray. I think we saw, oh, we saw Rent. And I really liked music in Rent. That was awesome. I saw the movie and the play and I that I really did enjoy the music with that one. Yeah, those are those are both good. I'm pretty sure that my my two faves still are Camelot and Oklahoma, but there's been a lot of new shows that have been so fantastic like Hamilton and uh, I just so and and Wicked, yes. oh my gosh. So there's a lot yes, uh, of, there's wicked, a lot of great yeah. music out there. Yeah. It's my be my popular. husband and I we went yeah. <laughs> my husband and I we had gone to see like this was early on before we had even gotten engaged, we went to see Phantom of the Opera and that was oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. I really loved yeah. that. Yes, well, and since Disney started doing their own musicals, gosh, Beauty and the Beast was something to see it on stage and, you know, Be Our Guest It's just, a, you, you're like, whoa, and Lion King where all the animals are out yeah. in the audience. Is just They're doing amazing, amazing shows now, musicals. It's pretty wild. Yeah, my mom and I, we went to go see Aladdin, and a couple a few years oh, back and that, that was one yet. oh it was fantastic it was i was really impressed and you know if you'd seen the movie you know like you, it was just i really loved it they did a fantastic job did they manage to get them to fly on the carpet out over the audience and stuff you know actually i think they did like not over the audience but i think they they were able to kind of do that um so on stage, you know, like you, and Very we were cool. really fortunate. We were pretty up close. So we got to see everybody and really get a good view of everything. It was, it was fantastic. Oh, love that. <laughs> so, so back to books. Um, what's next for you? What, what do you have coming up for um, future things? So I am working on something new. It'll be a part one of two and it's, it's going to be another romance book And I'm still in the early stages of writing, but what I will say is that it's going to have a lot of romance, mystery, and suspense, like heavy on the mystery and suspense. So I'm hoping to really engage readers. If they read Cold Sweat and they like that, they're going to like this one, too. Very cool. And you said there's going to be two books, so it's kind of like a – I guess that's a duology, huh, if there's two. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Do you think it will grow into a series or just two and we're done? I think I probably – it probably could turn into a series. Um, right now I I more just have, like, the first two planned out, but I think I actually probably could make it into a series if I if I wanted to, if it does well. So I I don't rule that out. (laughs) Okay. Well, and when you were talking about Cold Sweat, there's a detective in there, and that's always, you know, ripe for series is keep following her around. Yeah, I could definitely. And her storyline is very interesting, her background. So I could definitely, I could probably do something with that as well if I'm searching for another idea. Yeah, I could definitely make something like her dealing with another case. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, because I know as a reader for myself, I love series because when a book comes out, I feel like, yay, I get to meet up with my old friends again, you know, and I know as a writer, (laughs) I sell so many more books that are in series because, you know, people want to read the whole series. So I'm sure that your readers will be excited if they, you know, if you give them a series eventually. Yeah, I'm definitely – that's something that I'm definitely um, thinking about, and I I would love to be able to do that, yeah. (laughs) Are there any other genres out there that you ever want to write in besides, like, romantic suspense? Is there, you know, do you have a high fantasy hiding somewhere in a drawer? Um, Are there any any other, you know, are you tempted to write – I'm trying to think of what other, like a cozy mystery or anything like that. You know, I don't rule anything out because I'm always on the lookout. Like I've been trying to read more, try to get inspiration. Like, okay, maybe I could do this kind of genre. Um, I would I would say I, I think I really want to dive more into mysteries. You know, like really, so I've been reading more like um, Alison Brennan, With the book that I'm reading now, I I could definitely see myself trying to do something along those lines, you know, like really heavy on the murder mystery. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely I don't rule anything out. I would love to be able to do more kind of like expand and, you know, so, yeah, I, I definitely I would definitely say I'm open to different genres. Okay. Okay. That sounds fun. Um, before we run out of time, where can readers get in touch with you? Are you on social media? Where should they go after they love your book and they want to talk to you? So yeah, I am on social media. I'm on Facebook. I have um, my Facebook author page. They could just type in at California Betrayal. Um, and I'm also going to be setting up an Instagram soon. So then I'll be able to post the link, you know, on my website where they could follow me there so um so yeah right now it's just the facebook page okay and on your website i had put a link to your website um there for listeners but do you have a newsletter or some way that they can you know follow you from your website i don't have a newsletter i um but the my email is listed there um so okay. if people wanted to communicate with me, I, I do have my email address on my website and I have the app on my phone too. So I get the emails right away and I could instantly connect with readers. Okay, that sounds great. So for anyone who's listening, head over to Facebook for and look up California Betrayal um, for Caitlin's Facebook page. And uh, on her website, you can check out her email and send her a little note. Because any time that you write an author a note, you have no idea how much it makes our day. And sometimes people are oh, having definitely. a really tough writing day. And you get an email from a reader and you're like, oh, that's why I do this. So don't hesitate to send a note to your favorite author. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I (laughs) welcome it. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for being here today, Caitlin. It was great chatting with you and good luck with Cold Sweat and can't wait to hear what your third book turns into. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on BookLights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers.